6 o'clock Pacific time. The broadcast is being, and the fights are being promoted by TGB Promotions and Man Down Promotions, which is an affiliate of Errol Spence Jr. Tickets for these fights are on sale right now, and they can be purchased at SeatGeek.com. Again, SeatGeek.com, which is the official ticket provider of AT&T Stadium. Before we get to the main event that night, we've got three fights coming to you. One in the welterweight division, a couple in the lightweight division of some big name fighters. And that's what we're going to get into here. We're going to talk to all of the fighters here. And we're going to allow you members of the media to ask some questions. All you have to do is hit the raise your hand uh, bar there on the Zoom. And Mitch Abramson, who, of course, with uh, Showtime Sports, he's going to acknowledge you and you can ask your question to the fighters. But let's talk about April 16th because we'll begin the pay-per-view broadcast with welterweights. Cody Crawley. They call him the Crippler. He's unbeaten. 20-0. and 0. He's got nine knockouts. Listen, the last time we saw him, back in December, and oh, what a boxing lesson he put on and certainly shocked an unbeaten Kudratillo Abdukokorov. Well, he will be fighting a guy who has certainly fought some of the biggest names, not only in boxing, but certainly in the welterweight division, in Josecito Lopez, the Riverside Rocky. You know him, 38 and 8. He's got 21 knockouts as well. So, guys, let's get right into this fight. And, Cody, I got to start with you uh, because, listen, the last time we saw you, that was December. And, man, you not only went toe-to-toe with Abdul Kokorov, but gave him a boxing weapon and gave him his first defeat. What did that victory do for your confidence going into this fight? You know what? It um, it didn't really change my confidence at all. I've had the same confidence since day one when, when I came into this sport. Every time I step in the ring, I, what did I say at the press conference for the last fight? Someone throw this man some water wings because I'm going to take him in the deepest waters he's ever been in, and we're going to see if he's going to sink or swim. And what what you've seen was a guy who was sinking and drowning for his life to the point where his ear blew open, you know? Um, that, that right there is called high power pressure. And that's what I produce every single time I get in the ring. Um, it looks easy. Guys say the same thing, you know. Um, they're going to get in there, go toe-to-toe. And within the first round or two, um, their backs are on the ropes, and um, it, it doesn't end well for them. So I'm very excited for this fight. Um, I got a guy who's who's going to be coming forward, who's ready to sit there and bang it out, and that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to bring the fans the entertainment that they're paying for, their hard-earned money that they've worked for all year long, and they're spending on these tickets. Every time Cody Crowley fights, I make sure that they're getting their money's worth. So this, you know, it's not even about me. This is for this is for the fans, the support. Um, the networks, everything that has to come together in order for us fighters to have opportunities like this. Even Lopez, you know, the guy I'm fighting, I thank this man. You know, without him, I wouldn't be able to go in this ring and paint the beautiful picture that I'm about to paint. It takes two to tango. So hats off to him. I respect him. But when that bell rings, you know, there's a light switch that goes off in me, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it. 
Well, you, you said you respect him, um, but you also said Josecito is going to discover what 20 fighters before him have learned. And what is that? That's basically a pressure that's going to... It's not fun. It is very not fun when you get into a position where you can't breathe, when you can't move your legs, when you can't move your hands. And that's exactly what I do. I'm like an octopus in that ring. I get on someone and I'm on them like glue. Um, and I'm punching too. So you got power, you got speed, you got aggression. And 20, 20 and 0, same, same thing. The guys in front of me have always said um, they're going to be able to withstand the pressure. But at the end of the day, the pipes burst. Josecito, you heard him. He says that he's going to bring the pressure uh, and all of his opponents before him. Uh, have not been able to live up to that pressure. Talk to me about what we should expect when you get in the in the ring with Cody Crowley. Well, everyone should expect fireworks. Um, you know, every fight that I'm in, it's fireworks. So uh, Crowley uh, seems to to uh, be that type of fighter, the exact fighter that, that I like facing. So uh, I know it's going to be a, a great match, um, and uh, you'll you'll see a big difference. Uh, in uh in experience and 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna take those deep waters and i'm gonna drown them in those deep waters Mm. uh josecito listen i mean you haven't even you haven't suffered a defeat in like three years since that time you've come with back-to-back wins uh i was reading up on uh what some people have written about this fight uh and i guess the the question that keeps coming up is josecito lopez still a top fighter at 147 pounds yeah that may be the question uh you you'll see um on the 16th uh i'm, I'm definitely ready i feel great i've had a, a a wonderful camp i'm in i'm in camp now away from home uh i take no shortcuts i i i'm all in and uh, i'm ready for for the biggest fight and uh, i take every fight like a championship fight mm. Cody, it seems to me, listening to Josecito, he's basically saying there's levels to this game and his experience is going to be the difference considering of all of the people that he has fought. Your response to that? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please bring another level of experience. Put me in a position that I have never, ever been in that I don't think I can possibly get out. So the best version of Cody Crowley can come out. That's what I strive for every single fight. I want to fight the best fighters. I want to be put in positions where I don't think that I can get out of. That is where you're going to see the magic happen. That's where you're going to see what someone is truly made out of. I've, I've, I've sacrificed so much. I've left my country. I've left my family, friends, missed weddings. I've missed best friends' funerals. I've gave up everything in my life to become a world champion. That's the road that I'm on, and I'm continuing that road until I become a world champion. And this is another person who's standing in front of me who is a catalyst. So I expect him to bring a level that I haven't seen before. That's what a catalyst is. A catalyst is an obstacle put in front of you for you to jump higher. So thank you, Lopez. I appreciate you. Josecito, um, my last question to you is, listen, at the top of this card, 
we've got two of the best in the welterweight division. Uh, after this fight, where do you see Josecito Lopez in that welterweight division? And ultimately, what would you want next after Cody Crawley? You know what? I'm the type of fighter that doesn't look uh, ahead of, of my next opponent. Uh, I, I devoted my last uh, eight weeks of training camp uh, getting ready for this opponent. So um, I'm not looking far ahead. I got a, a task on the 16th. Once I take care of that, then we could look ahead. Um, but I definitely want to face uh, the, the best fighters there is, um, the best fighters in the world. And I'm not, I won't even go as far as saying I'm the best fighter in the world, but I can beat some of the best fighters in the world. And uh, I want to prove that. Well, listen, I know a, a number of m members of the media have got some questions for both of you guys. So let's get right to them. Uh, Mitch Abramson uh, was going to join us now. And for members of the media, again, hit the raise your hand uh, icon here on the Zoom. He will acknowledge you, and then you can unmute yourself and ask your question to either Josecito or Cody. Mitch? Thanks so much, Brian. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see who's – please raise your hand if you have any questions. Let's go with Jake Donovan from Boxing Scene. Go ahead, Jake. Great. Thank you very much, Mitch. Uh, Cody, my first question is for you. Um, how important was it for you not just to take on this tough assignment with uh, with uh, Josecito Lopez, but to be on a card where it's stacked with a lot of you know top welterweights, where you know this could be you know your potential opponents in the very near future? Uh, it's it's very important for me. You know the opportunity, um, the spotlight, the network, the amount of viewers that I'll be getting for this fight. This is exactly what I need in my career. Um, you know everybody inside the boxing game, as far as the top fighters in the world they know who Cody Crowley is. You know, I've been in the ring with over 25 world champions, um, and the greatest fighters in the world know who Cody Crowley is, mm -hmm. and they've been to war with Cody Crowley. The only people who don't know is the audience. That's due to certain positions that I've been put in, roadblocks that have been put in front of me. Um, but what do I do? I continue to keep working hard and, and, and keep winning. You know, even even before my last fight, you know, I was carless walking to the gym, um, going in there facing the number one contender. And I go knock him off like it's nothing. And then I come in the rankings as number 14 or 15. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, but what do I got to do? I just got to keep going and keep winning. Uh, eventually, the right opportunity is going to come and people are going to realize that I'm here to stay. And I am the real deal. Uh, very cool. Cody, thank you so much. And then, um, Josecito, my question for you, just hearing everything that Cody has to say, how motivating is it for you that, you know, guys, they keep turning to you as, like, this gatekeeper. Like, you know, he wants greatness, but he knows he has to, you know, survive a tough test in you to, to get there. Well, it, it's motivating. I, I've been motivated this entire camp. Uh, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting, you know, the best in, in Crowley. Um, I'm, I'm more than prepared. I have a, a great team a great sparring partners um that you know can be top welterweights as well you know so i'm definitely prepared and i'm, I'm going to prove it to the world and show everyone that i am one of the best fighters in the world gotcha thanks Josecito. thank you cody and looking forward to seeing you guys in a couple of weeks thank you thanks jake uh let's now hear from james bell from boxing source Go ahead, James. 
Oh, ahead, no, go ahead. Yeah, there we go. Uh, thanks, uh, James Butler, Bison Source. First uh, question for Cody Crowley. I uh, know that you scored that uh, big win over Kuchitil Abdukakarov, uh, but you also had before that three consecutive wins where you pretty much shut out those opponents in uh, unanimous decision victories. Uh, kind of like going to, um, you know, how you like kind of like show your boxing skill and that for any fans of the sport, like how they could, um, when they tune into this fight, you know, where you'll be able to showcase your boxing skill against Jose Cito Lopez. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm a fighter. Uh, I'm a, I'm a scrappy, hardworking pressure fighter that just keeps coming forward. Um, but I would, I would really love to be able to showcase uh, a little bit of my boxing abilities. Normally, I'm having to chase people down. Um, I have a feeling with Lopez that I'm hoping that isn't the, the, the what, what's going to have to happen. You know, I'm hoping he's standing right there. Uh, we can go toe-to-toe and bang it out. But at the same time, I would love to be able to not chase my opponent around and use some of my boxing abilities that not everybody has seen. Sure. And um, next question here for Jose Zito. Uh, you did uh, score, you know, uh, consecutive victories, TKO victories here in your uh, previous two fights, including against uh, John Molina Jr. But this is your uh, second consecutive fight here at AT&T Stadium. Um, but uh, you have had some time be- uh, between this fight and your last fight. Like, how good are you feeling coming into this particular bout as far as, like, preparing uh, for this bout on April 16th? I'm feeling great. Uh, I've prepared well. I've I've been training. I'm always in the gym, so I've been training constantly. Uh, you know, sometimes a little rest is, is good. But, you know, I've been sparring training throughout this whole year, so uh, that's not that won't be an issue. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to be back at uh, AT&T Stadium, Texas, where I have some of the biggest and best fans uh, out there. So um, I'm pumped for this fight. I'm, I'm definitely ready. I'm 110% ready, and I'm going to go out there and do it. And thanks to you, and thanks to Cody. Uh, see you all uh, April 16th. Thank you. See you there. Thanks. Great question, Brian. We're not going to move on to the next uh, undercard fighters. I believe Jose and Francisco are on the call. Okay. So we'll move on. Thank you very much. And again, thank you, Cody. Thank you, Jose Cito. Again, that's going to be the first fight that will open the pay-per-view broadcast. The unbeaten Cody Crowley, 20-0, and 0, nine knockouts. Listen, they called him the crippler for a reason. Uh, taking on the Riverside Rocky, Jose Cito Lopez, 38-8 and eight with 21 knockouts. That's going to be the first fight of the broadcast. And then we get to the next fight. And you got lightweights, 10 rounds. You got a former champion taking on a young upcomer who has got dynamite in his hands. Jose Valenzuela. Kid is 11-0. He's got seven knockouts. Taking on the former champion, Francisco Vargas. 27-3-2. He has 19 knockouts to his credit. This should be a really, really good fight. And listen, let's get right into it. And Jose, I, I got to start with you. 
because you're you're facing a former champion at 130 pounds. How big of a step up is this for you? That's number one. And if you're victorious, what does this say about where you are in your development? Um, I think this is a great opportunity. You know, um, Bandido Vargas is a he's a hell of a fighter. He has a lot of experience. You know, he's been tested in there with the best. Um, I remember watching him growing up, so this is a dream come true. But uh, I think it, sh- it shows and it tells everybody, you know, I'm here. I'm here to, to stay and, and um, I can compete with the top guys. Mm. Now let's talk with Francisco. And uh, Francisco, listen, just like when you faced Isak Cruz, you're now facing another young, uh, another powerful fighter uh, tell us why the result is going to be different this time around. Martin Bader will do the translation. Hola, eh, Francisco. Bueno, contanos qué es lo que va a ser distinto esta vez que estás enfrentándote a un oponente fuerte, poderoso, eh, que seguramente va a ser un gran desafío. ¿Qué es lo que vos vas a poder corregir? ¿Qué es lo que vas a poder demostrar esta vez? Eh, bueno, eh, ¿qué tal? Eh, bueno, pues estamos trabajando eh, aquí, ahora estamos este, instalados acá en Las Vegas, estamos haciendo un campamento en este lado, creo que eso va a ser mucho la diferencia, eh, estamos enfocados y sabemos que vamos a pelear con, con un muchacho que, que viene haciendo bien su trabajo y pues estamos haciendo una, una gran preparación para, para llegar listos a la pelea. The fact that I'm training in Las Vegas, the way I am with a great team and the preparation and the adjustments that I've been making are really absolutely the different than what I've been making recently, then, you know, I'm confident that I can put up, put up a really great show on Saturday. Jose, how important uh, is it for you when you're facing someone that has the pedigree that Francisco has is it a to get rounds and say hey look i went all 10 with a former champion or in this case is it no i want to make a statement and try to stop this guy um i think make a statement um but you know i don't want to get carried away and and you know try to look for the knockout and then make a mistake um you know i'm a mistake with my game plan if of course I, i can get him out of there i will um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, I think he's still a great fighter. He gave uh, Isaac Cruz a, a run for his money, you know, uh, he couldn't get him out of there. But, you know, I think um, I'll be out there looking to outperform everybody. He's, uh, he's fought. Yeah. Uh, Francisco, listen, you're fighting a young guy who certainly wants to make his mark uh, in this, this, this division. And what better way to beat someone of your pedigree? What about you? What are the ultimate things that Francisco Vargas wants to accomplish by winning this fight? ¿Cuáles son tus objetivos de máxima para esta pelea? ¿Qué es lo que querés lograr? Eh, bueno, mi objetivo es ganar la pelea, hacer una buena pelea y, y, y pues, ganar para buscar una, una buena oportunidad. My main objective is to win the fight. Nothing else matters. All I want is to win the fight in order to get the best possible opportunity after it. Mm. So here we go. We got 
a young, hungry fighter taking on a veteran who's been established and been at the top of the mountain, they're going to collide here on <coughs> April 16th. I know members of the media have got some <coughs> questions for you guys. Uh, let's bring in Mitch Abramson again from Showtime, uh, and he will acknowledge you. Just hit the raise your hand icon, and you can ask your question. Thanks, Brian. Uh, let's go to Jeremy Herridges from fansided.com. Go ahead, Jeremy. Hi, Jose. Hello, Francisco. Um, these questions are for Jose. Um, Jose, you talked about watching Francisco fighting when you were younger. Is it surreal to be stepping into a ring with one of those former champions that you grew up watching? Yeah, definitely. Um, I just remember watching him, you know, coming up. My dad my dad was a fan of his, and um, so he would put on great performances, great fights. Uh, every time, all I can remember was just wars, you know. Um, and so I'm happy, you know. I think this is uh, the perfect op- op- uh, opponent. I think um, he's going to come to fight. I'm going to come and fight, you know. It's, it's going to be a, a hell of a show. A lot of times we have the storyline where you have the youthful, emerging, young up-and-comer who's – going to eventually become champion versus a former champion do you feel that this is pretty much the the archetype for all those other examples that this is kind of like a passing of the guard fight yeah definitely you know um i'm hungry i'm young you know uh, i think uh he's past his prime now you know i think he's um on his way out so definitely uh it could be like a passing of the torch i guess you could say uh final question for francisco um obviously you've been through numerous wars um, you've been in the, the fight game for a long time. Um, how close to the end do you feel that you are at at this point? Has pasado por muchas batallas. Has tenido muchas peleas. ¿Qué tan cerca te sentís de retiro en este momento? Eh, bueno, pues he tenido varias peleas. Eh, todavía me siento bien físicamente. Eh, creo que eh, eh, mi cuerpo me responde bien. Todavía no sé. Eh, cuando sea eso, pero cuando mi cuerpo ya ya no no responde igual, va a ser cuando nos vamos a retirar. I'm going to listen to my body. That's the bottom line. When I can feel that my body says no more, then that will be the time to step aside. For now, I feel like my body is just fine. I feel capable. I feel ready. And I'm going to be ready to go on, on Saturday, on, the, on that Saturday when the fight happens. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for that question, Jeremy. And uh, let's go to Jake Donovan once more from Boxing Scene. Go ahead, Jake. Thanks, Mitch. Uh, Jose, I wanted to ask, um, every time I talk to David or you know, Jose Sr., they just sort of rave about the, you know, the, the training facility that you're at that have never seen anything like it. Um, I just wanted to ask first what it's like to be able to train with that team and just if you can give us like some insight as to the state of the yard uh, house and facility that you're at. Um, to be honest, it's a great experience. I feel like I'm young, but when I go out and I spar and I train other fi- with other fighters, I feel like I'm the veteran. But, um, but I think it's because I've been hanging around these top guys, you know, since I was like 18 and getting to work with them and, and then to be training at this, uh, this beautiful mansion, you know, fight start camp. It's, um, it's, it's a great opportunity. You know, I wake up, I go walk down to the gym train, eat my breakfast, shower, you know, I don't have to, I get my sleep, I get rest. Uh, it's a perfect, perfect camp. Um, you know, I can't wait to go out there Saturday and um, April 16th and put on a show. 
All right, great. Jose, thank you so much, and best of luck to both of you. All right, thanks, Jake. Uh, let's now go to Wilfredo Suarez from Boxeo Cubano. Esta pregunta es para Francisco Vargas. Francisco, eh, muchos están mencionando tu edad, inclu incluyendo a José, eh, que dice que ya tú estás fuera de tu tiempo que, debido a tu edad. ¿Eso te motiva de alguna forma? Te, eh, let, let me translate this before. Uh, traducir antes de que responda. So the question uh, for Francisco is, uh, does the fact that Valenzuela says that Vargas is, uh, is you know, out of his prime, you know, on his way to retirement, is that something that motivates him? Francisco, eh, responde. Sí, claro que sí es motivante para mí, ¿no? Porque, eh, pues, a lo mejor piensan que, que ya, ya estoy grande y, y pues, pues, sí, ya tengo eh, cierta edad, pero, pues, todavía estamos ahí trabajando duro y, y me siento bien físicamente, ¿no? Y, y eso lo vamos a mostrar el próximo 16. Gracias, of course, it motivates me, but at the same time, I know how I feel, and I feel totally ready. I feel in shape physically and mentally to be up to the challenge, and I'm going to prove that to you all on Saturday, April 16th. Jose, Jose una pregunta, a, a, a question for you. Do you feel that because you're younger, uh, the pressure is on you to perform against Francisco? Um. That's one of the reasons, you know, another one is because I train very hard, you know, I'm extremely focused, you know, I'm fully focused. Um, even though he is past his prime, I believe, I still think he's a dangerous fighter. He has a lot of experience, you know, so I'm taking this fight very, very seriously. I've already been in camp for like three months. So, um, so yeah. Thank you, guys. Great. Thanks, Wilfredo. And we have next a question from Lennon Crisp. Lennon, I don't, I don't see your, your news outlet, so please identify... Uh, you're writing for. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, Lennon Crisp, Sports and Culture Media. Uh, my first question is for Jose. Uh, going into this fight, is there anything particularly different you did in training camp versus what you did in, like, other fights? Um, Just tightening up a little bit. You know, I know he has a lot of experience, so he's going to be he's gonna be nice and tight with the defense, so I just staying also tightening up my defense not get too wide with my just like I do sometimes but other than that we're still working hard okay and uh my next question is for Francisco uh you know facing a young competitor uh in Jose is it important to kind of keep the pace going or is it just more trying to get the fight stopped as quickly as possible? ¿Cuál va a ser la estrategia? ¿Vas a intentar mantener el ritmo o vas a intentar ir a salir a, a, a sac, arrancarle la cabeza y terminar la pelea lo más pronto posible? No, pues vamos a trabajar round por round. Estamos haciendo un buen trabajo para, para pelear todo, todos los rounds. We're just simply gonna work round by round, take things round by round. We're doing a great job in being able to withstand the whole fight if needed. Thank you very much and looking forward to the fight, guys. Great. Thanks, Lennon. Appreciate it. Uh, let's hear next from Crystal Hart. Crystal, go ahead with your question.
Oh, I think I just pressed that uh, accidentally. But uh, is everybody? Do you have anything? Uh, is everybody ready for this fight, Fernand, uh, Francisco Vargas? Uh, so what's what's your question? Like, if they have any additional comments, you mean? Yes. Okay, uh, Francisco, algún algún comentario adicional para para esta pelea que te gustaría que la gente sepa. Eh, pues solamente que estamos haciendo un, una buena preparación para dar una una gran pelea y pues que, que la pelea va a ser muy muy entretenida. I can promise you that it's going to be a great fight, a very entertaining fight. Fans are going to love it. And and Jose, same same for you. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm training extremely hard, put on a great show. You know, I don't want to just win. I want to, you know, look spectacular. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Crystal. I think we're still waiting for the main event fighters. So if anybody has any more questions, please raise your hand. Um, maybe I'll throw in a question for well, you guys. Hold on, Mitch. Let, let me get into um, Go ahead, Brian. Francisco, if you could... When you're you're facing a young guy like this who certainly is hungry, how much does experience play in these kind of fights? And in what way does that experience help you in these kind of fights? ¿Cómo, eh, ¿Cómo te sentís de cara a pelear contra alguien que es que es más joven, que es que que es alguien que quizás le siente como que le estás pasando la torcha, como la antorcha, ¿cómo es que, que te sentís en tu lugar de esta de esta pelea actualmente? Eh, me siento bien, me siento motivado porque sé que voy con alguien más joven que, que yo también pasé por esa por esa edad y sabía que cuando estaba en esa edad pues estaba con todos mis 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 sentidos, todo, todo toda la energía lo tenía al 100%, pero pues ahora eh, tengo experiencia, eh, soy maduro, pero Recording the in progress. It's a unification fight between Errol Spence Jr. and your Dennis Ugas. Huge audience. What does that mean to you, especially here so early in your career? Uh, like I said, you know, it's a dream come true. You know, the whole card, I believe, is stacked. Um, you got Errol Spence, Ugas, uh, Isaac Cruz, you know. So so I'm very excited, you know. Um, I look to go out there and, and steal the show, um, even though, you know, those are great, great fighters. But, uh, just a dream come true. This is everything to me. You know, everything I've worked so hard for, um, it comes down to this moment. And can you see a future where eventually you see uh, a Jose Valenzuela taking on like uh, an Isak Cruz or, you know, he's he's got Gambo. Could you see in the future you end those kind of fights with fighters like that? 
Definitely. Um, you know, I've been calling out. Um, I said I've been saying I would like to fight Isaac Cruz before the tank fight. You know, he's a hell of a fighter. I respect him a lot. You know, and it would be a, a great opportunity for me to get in there with him. You know, definitely yeah, a big fight. Fantastic. I think we can make. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Francisco, uh, I, I'm just, I'm just curious. You, you talked about uh, getting a win and getting the biggest fights for you in the future. How much uh, are you yearning to become a world champion again? Eh, ¿Qué tanto, qué, qué tanto te motiva? ¿Qué, tan, qué tanto decías el, el poder tener la posibilidad de ser un campeón mundial nuevamente? Eh, bueno, pues eh, ese, ese sería mi objetivo, ¿no? Eh, es lo que me motiva. Sabemos que eh, tenemos que ganar esta pelea, sabemos que, que pueden venir buenas peleas, entonces estamos trabajando para eso. Good fights to put up good fights and to take each step as it comes to to you know to face the challenges that we have in front of us. Fantastic, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, again, this is the second fight that will come your way on the pay per view broadcast. We begin the night with Cody Crawley against Josecito Lopez, and then we roll right into Jose Valenzuela, who is against the former world champion. Francisco Would you like to add Martin. M&M or Butterfinger for a buck 15? Um, if, uh, Crystal Hart, if you could, if you could mute um, your Zoom, that would be great uh, for us. And then we the pit bull, uh, taking on Yorkis Gamboa. Isak Cruz, he is 22 two and one, 15 knockouts to his credit, uh, taking on Yorkis Gamboa. Gamboa, 30 and four, he's got 18 knockouts. Listen, Gamboa, we all know his story. Gold medalist in the Olympics, former world champion. At one point he was a unified champion. And then Isak Cruz, how many times have we seen him in exciting fights? I'm talking about coming off the fight against Tank Davis, where he pushed Tank Davis to the limits. A lot of people uh, see sky's the limit for Isak Cruz and his career. So we have Cruz, we have Gamboa. That is the fight that will uh, be the co-main, if you will, right before the main event. Uh, Isak Cruz, if I'm not mistaken, is with us. Uh, Martin, I'm going to uh, understand you'll do the translation for us. Uh, if we, if you could, if we could get Isak on and have Isak uh, give us a statement about uh, fighting on April 16th and seeing himself, uh, seeing himself back into the ring because the last time we've seen him was against Tank Davis. Isak, eh, ¿nos escuchas bien? Sí, Martin, sí lo escucho bien. Excelente. Bueno, eh, contanos... Entonces, ¿cuáles son tus...? Eh, Hacernos un foro, poner la cámara en horizontal si puedes. Pero, este, ¿cómo te sentís de cara a esta pelea? Y nosotros te vimos por última vez en el ring eh, contra Tank Davis y dejaste una gran impresión. Ahora, contar a la gente cómo te sentís 
eh, en este nuevo año? Eh, me siento muy contento, muy bendecido por empezar un, un nuevo año y bueno, nos estamos preparando para darlo todo y que no sea la excepción en esta nueva pelea contra Yuri Urquizambor. I feel blessed, I feel so good in this new year and we're getting ready to be able to give our all and keep showing the best that Isaac Cruz Jr. has to offer in 2022. Mm, fantastic. Uh, I assume uh, Yuri Orkis is with us as well? Yuri Orkis, ¿estás con nosotros? Hey. hey, we need to pull him in the back door. Okay, so we'll work on getting Yuri Orkis in his shot up with us. Uh, let me follow up with Isaac Cruz. And um, Isaac, I think, uh, you know, obviously we're going to see you against Gamboa on April 16th, but there was a lot of chatter uh, that Isaac Cruz was going to face Ryan Garcia. What happened there? And tell us why Yuri York is Gamboa. Bueno, se suponía que, bueno, había rumores de que, de que ibas a pelear contra García, contra Ryan García en algún momento. La pregunta es, ¿por qué se cayó esa pelea? ¿Qué sucedió? ¿Y por qué eh, finalmente elegiste pelear contra Yuri Orkis Gamboa? Pues porque nunca hubo una oferta real, nunca fue una negociación seria. Eh, Oscar de la Hoya le intentó hacer por redes sociales, el cual fue antiprofesional y bueno cuando mi promotor Sean Gibbon se puso o le contestó por vía Twitter se esfumó todo el circo que estaban ellos creando por redes sociales There was never a real offer there wasn't a real negotiation Oscar de la Hoya what he did was he tried to negotiate via social media which I personally thought was unprofessional and when Sean Gibbons replied uh, via Twitter then nothing really came of it anyway So, the, uh, you know, that's, that's when we pivoted and we went towards Gamboa anyway, because the Garcia fight was never anywhere close to becoming a reality. Hmm. And talk to us about, uh, Isaac, your, your thoughts when you look back at the fight again against Tank Davis, uh, things, what do you think about your performance? And when you looked at it again, did you say, maybe had I done this, I might have been successful in that fight? What is that? Eh, eh, contanos eh, en la pelea contra Tank Davis ¿qué, ¿qué pensás que quizás podrías haber hecho que decís si hubiese cambiado este aspecto si hubiese hecho este ajuste podría haber sido exitoso? Eh, pues el presionar más el, el haber dado una caída para Tank Davis fue lo único que nos faltó para, para que nos dieran la victoria el 5 de diciembre del año pasado I wish I had pressure more uh, maybe if I had If I had, you know, taken him to the mat, like just uh, knocked, him, knocked him down at least one more, one more time, then I would think on this, you know, December 5th would have been a different story. It would have been me with my arm raised. You certainly, I think, got yourself a whole lot of fanfare uh, after that fight. What was it like uh, after that fight? Because it seems like the boxing public, you certainly endeared yourself to the boxing public and they were... Uh, like the performance you put on. Eh, bueno, ¿qué sensaciones te quedaron después de esa pelea? Porque claramente la gente, eh, la gente fue la que le dejaste una muy buena impresión y ahora es como que tu perfil se elevó. ¿Vos qué sensaciones tuviste después de esa pelea? Eh, pues aún más motivado, con más ganas de brindarles a todo el público, a toda la gente, 
grandes peleas y me estoy preparando más cada día para, para brindarles unas excelentes contiendas. Everything and uh, you know that happened in that fight uh, that it made me better and now even though my my profile is raised I only get to my head all I focus on is getting ready for